how did you come up with that? With that song? Yeah. I literally just listened to it on the wheel. I mean, I obviously heard the song a million fucking times. But on the way up here, I was like, okay, because we, we, just, we just talked last night about how we got to put pressure on ourselves and, you know, with all that jazz. I was like, well, I guess it's up to us for all that shit. So I, it just flowed with it. So I just said, all right, I'll fuck with it. You know, I'm with that. Yeah. Look at you taking initiative. Yeah, I'm in rare form. <laughs> but y'all already know, it's your boy, The Electric Field, here with Beast Mode Lee. This is the back of the I'm going to introduce myself. I am Beast Mode Lee. That was anticlimactic. This is far I got. But yeah, we're taking initiative. Alright. Woo! <laughs> so. <laughs> what? Are you, you dead? <laughs> How was your week? Oh, hold up. I got, ooh, excuse me. First of all, I'm Excuse me. <laughs> got to finish the introduction, man. You got to, you know, let everybody know. Make sure to hit the favorite tab. Make sure to um, follow us on all social medias. You know, appreciate y'all supporting the boys. Um, I said last week we were going to have video. And technically, I got last week's uh, podcast on video. Just a bit of some technical issues. So, until I get that worked out, you know, straight, uh, 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 squared away. We're going to hold off on videos. But, I'm telling you, this is what, so this is episode 26? I believe. Yeah, so, you know, episode 26, new uh, new, new chapter, new music, you know, new opportunities, new things. Mm-hmm. So, go ahead with your, you know, initiative activities you were speaking on. Yeah, man, how was your week, man? How was that going? You know what, from last week's show to this week's show. Uh, it's been kind of up and down, you know. Uh, it's just been a little up and down, you know. Life, life comes at you fast. All that, you know, just just dealing with stuff. But you know, other than that, man, I'm good, man. I'm feeling good, happy. You know, I'm I'm proud of the show that we do. You know, I appreciate the fans that we have. You know, I enjoy doing this every week, going through and you know, picking out topics from the foolishness that is this world and trying to stay current on like the music and all that kind of stuff. I enjoy doing that because it allows me to give. My opinion and you know share my thoughts with the rest of the world. How about you? It's been an interesting week. I've been uh, you know dealing with a new day job, trying to balance. You ain't got no job, Tommy. I'm shit. I got two, so I'll go to day job trying to balance. You know that and going to my second one trying to you know attend both. So other than that, I went on. I did something I did since 2012. I went on back to back dates with somebody. I went out Saturday. Like the same person? Yeah, same person. You say back to back. You mean like y'all went to a lunch date, then y'all went to a dinner date, or you dated Friday and then went on a date Saturday? Saturday, Sunday. Gotcha. What to see? How have you not had a double, a double, how? Not a back to back? Yeah. Because, look, man. Like just back to back or like? Back to back. You, so, so your back to back is the same two days, but like have you dated on one Friday? And it took her like next Thursday. That yeah. Okay. I'm talking about just okay. to where I seen somebody <laughs> in two days in the park. Oh my, my goodness! You just running through them out in these streets. Uh, hell no! I used to be a, a serial dater, and by serial dater, I mean like go on a date, not like we was in relationships type shit. I used to be like, all right, well, I'm going to dinner with this girl, going to dinner with this girl, and I was like, man, I ain't doing nothing but running up a bill. So I mean, what's the point of this shit? It's just my little text. He ain't going nowhere. So like, no, I went out where uh, Saturday we went to go see Happy Death Day too. 
it's what what's you your expect. opinion on it? It's what you expect. I mean, the trailer pretty much tells you what I, I like the first one. I think I might like the first one a little better. The second one was cool, though. I hadn't seen the first one, so but I went uh, Valentine's Day and saw the second one. Yeah, I, li- I like I liked it because it's like a cheesy day movie. So I, like. I would have rather spent the $5 on Tuesday, though. Yeah, I, I spent my name money on I would have much rather done that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like heard about it, but I just like, yeah, yeah like I, I spent <laughs> six dollars a ticket for my shit, so it's like it wasn't that bad, but you know. But after the movie, movie was at twelve, and we and we got out maybe one thirty two, and we was outside talking for like three hours. So I was like, oh, okay, huh? So it's the morning. No, like twelve noon. Okay. Hell, hell no. I'm tripping. Police would have cleared the scene at the rave. You, you, I, I left the last showing at the rave before, and police just be like, "You got about five minutes to leave the parking lot." You before before niggas pull up on you. So like, yeah. Then we went downtown yesterday. We went to damn good pies, and my dumbass did not know it's a pizza place until. Yesterday. Oh, you thought it was like an actual pie place? Because <laughs> I saw one place in like Little Rock. It looked small. It looked like a dessert shop. I'm like, oh, damn good pie. So I come up here and look at the menu. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, like I know Pacari player. Yeah, and then it's like I look down at the, at the actual like sweet pies down there. About two options. So I was like, oh. It should like the smell should have hit you when you hit the restaurant. Yeah, oh, that's provolone. My smell. I mean, yeah, but even then, you know, like before walking up to it. If I go to a place that sells apple pies and it smells like Italian sausage, I'm leaving. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I knew it was like obviously they got more shit in there when I walked in. But I'm like, oh. okay. But yeah, we went up in there. And, and we was in the car talking for like hours, and I was like, "All right, it's cool shit." But I mean, I've had that happen before. But like, when you, it's hard to be like, you know, for every one of those, you got four or five days where it's just like, "Why the fuck did I leave the house?" Fam. <laughs> so, Fam. so it'd be hard not to like key in and be like, "Hmm," but you know, it, you know, it was cool though. So, now tell me this, bitch. You know, just just what do you constitute as a date? Because I got into it with a friend of ours on social media. Mm-hmm. Not really got into it. Just, you know, had a discussion where she believed she was right. And I just believe she's outside her mind. Somebody posted a picture. They got two things to take out. Yeah. Two liters of drinks. And some DVDs. Talking about, is this considered a date? Mm-hmm. Would you consider that a date? That's kind of circumstantial to me. Only because, like, I don't feel like you should pop it off like that. Because, you know, I don't think you should invite someone to your house as the first date. If it's like, it depends on what you're trying to do. Now, trying you, to watch the DVDs I rented from the Redbox. <laughs> did, did you see the picture? I got I got three different DVDs here. Uh, I'm not doing that on the first time. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Just because it's such a stigma with it now. When you invite someone over. No, it's not like I took a picture of food and Netflix on the TV. It don't matter. It's such a stigma with that now. You can't even say watch Netflix without a girl thinking you're going to put your dick in her vicinity. Like, 
you can't. It's, it's, it's that bad now. So that's why I like for the first date to go out. You niggas really ruined Netflix and chill. And I say you niggas because, you know, you a part of the niggas that just be like, yo, you trying to come through and chill? Yeah, you need the Hollywood Lounge. <laughs> you can see right face right now. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> you. Hulu and lounge, though. Hulu and lounge. Relax. Okay. Kick your feet up. So, like, <laughs> but no, like, it's such a stigma with that. If we invite someone over, they'd be like, oh. So, what, at what point in the relationship or the, or the dating is the takeout and um, red box appropriate? I'll probably say around, depending on how the first go, maybe second, but probably like third. It don't got to be like 10 days before you do this shit. But, you know, just show them that you can take them out. Yeah. So, like, so, you know, so they, you know, you know, don't feel like that's all we're going to do. Because I ain't going to lie. I'll fuck around and get comfortable if all you do is come over all the damn time. Then when you be asking about dates, I'll be like, damn, I don't got comfortable doing this shit. <laughs> like, that's, that, happened, that happened to me recently. Like, she wanted to go out and do stuff where our schedule was so different or whatever. But all she she kept saying, come over all the time. That's all I said. Come over, come over, come over, come over. Came over about six, seven times. I'm, and I'm just like, dang. Like, why? <laughs> I'm like, why now? Not that I just didn't want to, but I'm just like, I don't got comfortable just coming over. You got... You got chicks missing in the cabin. Why we gotta go out? Oh uh, yeah, you you gonna got me comfortable. You got me in a the rhythm of coming over all the time. That's all I yeah. fucking do. That's why I like switching it up. If I come over, you know, here, there, cool, cool. But I think my second date with my current girl. I think we came to the crib. Yeah. Yeah, came to the crib. I cooked. She made me watch some try. You know, some trash horror movie. It wasn't even. It was trash, and I don't like scary movies. But it was actually one of the better. I forget what it was. Was it The Conjuring? I just remember the little, little dude clapped, and the light and uh, the woman's uh, candle went out. But she was like at the top of the stairs, and he was like, "You know what? Bam! Light out." I don't like scary movies. Just, I, don't, I don't like newer ones, like old ones that be trying to be scary. Because the thing, thing, they're not like scary now. It's more like. Oh, we're gonna jump scare you ten times, and that's a scary movie. Like, yeah, no, like it's not, <laughs> it's not a scary movie. See, I don't like. I, I like a good suspense. I like drama, you know that kind of thing. I don't like. I don't. I don't fool with demons. And that demon possession stuff, because you know my mama old school. You don't let that kind of stuff in your house. You don't let that kind of stuff in your house. Let that kind of stuff in your spirit. And I agree with that. So. Most of these new stuff be a lot of, de- you know, Bride, not Bride of Chucky, um, Annabelle and, you know, the doll possessed and nah, we bought this house and this house. I read, this, I read a Twitter thread the other day where this, you know, this white woman said, I almost white, white, I almost a uh, uh, horror movie white lady, my, my whole family, because we went to go view, you know, view this house and it, it was an old school house and it had all these great fixtures and Everything that you would see in a scary movie was what she would see in this house. And her husband was like, yeah, but what you mean the lights just flicker from time to time? Y'all ain't got the electrical fix yet? Or what does this door in the basement go to? Oh, you can't, babe, it, that's the door for outside. That door was right there just goes to nothing. 
what about this door up here? Like, you know, the black, you know, the dude kept pointing out. Plot twist, somebody asks, is your husband black? Because he's just, you know, too perceptive. She's like, yeah, my husband black. Yeah, every, uh, no, I don't like digging and stuff like that. Because some of that shit's too real. I saw, like, something on the internet one time. Uh, there was a serial killer in the neighborhood. No one knew where he was. And um, somebody went down to their basement to um, get something. The serial killer was down there. He just cleared out. He left his sleeping bag there, but he wasn't down there. So, yeah, all his shit was there. Like, he was just posted up. Serial killer is in your basement. Chilling. Sleeping bag down there. Just posted up. I said, oh, no. You niggas tripping. <laughs> I was like, first of all, you must never go down there. Fam. How did nigga get in there and post up? Nigga was down there <laughs> watching Netflix on your Wi-Fi. <laughs> what the fuck? Hell You get no. that notification and you got too many people watching. Yeah, you got too many screens. Nigga gonna walk upstairs and got the password. Hell no. Ugh, that, sh- that shit. When I heard that shit, I just started like, oh, I don't even have a fucking basement. But I'm just like, ah, oh, what's under the house? Fuck. Really? <laughs> shit, trip me out, bro. That Can't shit. Do it. Can't shit. Wow. Do it. Did you pay attention to the Oscars this weekend? Nah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, bro. All I know is that Black Panther won a bunch of stuff. Black Panther won some stuff. Uh, Spider-Verse won. Spike Lee got a... Uh, yeah, that's what I want. For Black I still ain't seen a uh, Black Clansman. Me either. It's a few uh, current black movies that I haven't seen that, you know, I'm supposed to see. Like, Selma, Black Klansman, Technically 12 Years a Slave. See, them them movies I had to take a break from. Because they had put out about seven of them holes in one year with all the slave movie and shit. I'm like, alright, we get it. Damn. <laughs> they don't want them to see the shit no more. Not good. Because they did like, it was a 12 Years a Slave, Roots. And Nat Turner within like a two years span. Yeah, that Nat Turner movie did not do well at all. I mean, because first of all, we already had Django. Yeah, that. Like, I don't need. Nah, I'm, Nat Turner was great. You know, it was, it was a true story. You know, appreciated him leading the revolution. We already had Django. Yeah, that and the PR press for that guy, you know, kind of fucked it up. I said they do had like a rape charge or something. Okay, so, the, the, so what it was. I'm not because I'm, I'm. It's I don't remember all the details, but the boy, the gist of it. I'm summarizing. Y'all go do your own research. This is forever years old. Mm-hmm. Way back, I think it was, let's say the '90s. Him and this girl were hooking up. Uh, they got done hooking up. His homeboy then hooked up with her too, and then that was it. Mm-hmm. Like, and then, you know, according to him and her, it was consensual. I mean, according to everybody, it was consensual. And then I think afterwards, she had, like, you know, buyer's remorse. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's when it all started going downhill. And of course, you know, black man, white woman, it always looks bad. Mm-hmm. And so, and it was clear from his record, you know, he was, you know, found not guilty. And, you know, you know, evidence, everything. It's just it's just a bad, bad thing. But like, excuse me. Yeah, he was like, I'm innocent. You know, y'all need to quit trying to bring this up on me because that that was early in the cancel culture. Yeah. I started to realize that like it was. Yeah, that was around. That was what twenty 
15, 16. I just remember it just put a cloud over it. Yeah. So some people right then said they weren't going to see it. Other people was like, I just want to see it because I'm tired of, tired of watching struggle movies. Yeah, I'm done. the theme was played out at that time. It was like, damn, like, stop. Especially when you know the end of that turn is that they, what, strung them up between two two horses or four horses and... Yeah, like, if you know how it's been a flip, like, alright, man, I, I might catch it later, but I fucking... Huh? I, again, I could do without watching it. I could do yeah, without Yeah, I mean, me too. I mean, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like more people are on the I can do without R. Kelly train after recent events. Our fam, it's over for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's over for R. Kelly. It's like, when I saw it, I was like, well. I knew when uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, one of his managers, somebody, turned himself in. I'm like, oh, here we go. I say this, it's been a roll. So it's like, because I, I got to be like, I, mean, I don't know if that was directly related to like the increase after the Lifetime series or Fam, not? As soon as that Lifetime series had aired, you knew it was only a matter of time. I said something about the, to roll. <laughs> before the whole carter went down. <laughs> it's like, damn. I just said 10 more accounts. I said, damn. So I was just like, well. But it's like, um, I wonder what the people do who've been like really pre- pre- pushing for this. Like, where does your energy go? They could probably, they could finally probably sleep. Like it's probably one of those like, we got moments. For now, the way that nigga been rolling. Nah, it's it's over for Kales. Like, I think so too. Like he's gonna go to jail. He's gonna be in that significant amount of time. Um, <laughs> I was listening today the other day. It's just been anybody with the initials RK is struggling. Robert Kelly. Robert Kraft, Robert Kardashian. It's just I threw Robin it just because you know Black China out here, out here wilding. Yeah, but, well, it's like I don't know. I feel like if you were protesting him, obviously good reasons. But it's just like or protesting anything. I don't. I like when people protest because I'm standing against it. It's not like. All right, this is cool. I want to be seen as some mm-hmm. activist or something, but I don't really care what happens. No, nah, that 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 um that social media activist, that social activist activism or whatever. I don't like that. That's that's one reason why it's hard for me to take a lot of people seriously. Mm-hmm. Cause like people who like like the whole Gucci thing, y'all not buying Gucci. Y'all can't afford it, and that Gucci outfit that y'all bought. Ain't on the Gucci site. Your Gucci belt's fake. You got it from the swap meet. You got it from the Chinese store. Like, and I get it. I get, you know, I get the outrage that we're supposed to have. But y'all are talking about I'm never buying Gucci. Like, you were, like you had the means, too. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, alright, well, I didn't plan to get none anyway. So, I mean, what the fuck, fuck do I care? The only, like, luxury brand I actually wanted to get something from was probably Versace. And it wasn't because of Amigo. It was because of Biggie. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to have, like, you know, uh, one of the black and gold shirts that Diddy used to have, you know, just the ones that be flowing. Yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah. one of those. Or, like, they got some, like, nice-looking shoes that I would have got. Yeah, all that designer shit. Most, most of them shit don't. They don't want niggas wearing that shit anyway. But, 
Is it that one? Niggas or is it one with niggas or black people? Because it's a difference. Niggas. Because <laughs> two niggas, sides. The niggas, niggas. where they Versace shit with some 95 dope runners or some shit. <laughs> Do you practice brand loyalty? Is that is that serious to you? Wait, what you mean? And so if you got on a Nike shirt. We talked about that last week. On here? Yeah, you said you don't like when people make brands or some shit. See, I don't, see, I feel like it's the same thing with with high end. I, I feel like you shouldn't have on a Balenciaga jeans with a Versace shirt. I feel like that's a little different because it's so... Them niggas, like, make they shit to go together type shit. Like, I don't care if a nigga got on, like, some basic black Adidas shorts and a Nike shirt. I'm not really going to care like that. Not like really. To me, it just look off. Like, I was talking to this girl today about shoes. Like, I don't care. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't care either, but... Then again, I don't just know fucking Versace pants when I see them bitches. So I'm not gonna be like, nah. bro, why you got that Prada shirt on though, Versace pants? Fuck is you doing? Like I'm not, I'm not gonna do that shit. So I mean, uh, I'm not. Uh, the Balenciaga shoes trash too. Terrible. <laughs> them joints is two walking flat tires. What? Two flat tires. <laughs> that was terrible. I was watching Chris D'Elia, comedian. He was on a sneaker shopping with a uh, Joe Lapuma, and he was talking about it. He's like, they're kind of cool. I like them. Like, if you have them, I'm like, no, those shoes are not cool. Those is like mad garbage. They they look like they literally literally look like recycled garbage. Someone just stuck Balenciaga on it. It's like no, oh guys, I don't like most designer shit. Period. Because it's just like. Okay, this is supposed to impress me because it costs three thousand dollars. Like, but some people be like, "Man, you don't know, you don't know the drip." I'm like, all right, bro, cool. <laughs> I saw you talking about Gunner the other day. <laughs> that nigga dressed terrible, and I'm not no fashionista ass nigga or anything, but shit, man, this nigga look like a damn. I don't know what the fuck this nigga look like. This nigga be walking around like a tub of sherbet and shit, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? Then nigga talk all that nigga talk about is drip and dress like a god goddamn Fortnite character. And this shit get on my damn nerves. I don't I don't I don't know I don't understand the trend of dudes now wearing pearls. Oh, I can see maybe earrings, but like pearl necklaces. <laughs> it's all that gangster lunches episode of the boondocks. He was like like what did Regis tell that nigga like he's like he was like, so just like, and um, they're rocking up pearl necklaces, and that nigga so reaches. You know how that nigga was talking about? Oh, oh yeah, reaches. I like your attention to detail, Kelly. It's, it's a high style, and it's all about pearl necklaces. And reaches was like, pearl necklaces? <laughs> Don't think I can wear one, but look at that! Like, <laughs> no, I was like, hell no! Aaron Magruder was ahead of his time, man. But yeah, he said Boondocks gonna come back. Yeah, well, he did like little comic strips. But, like, if he comes, like, so my thing with the Boondocks, season one was phenomenal. Uh-huh. Season two was good. Season three was alright. Season four was trash. Season four didn't happen. I like. <laughs> season four was like Dragon Ball GT. Didn't happen. <laughs> like, the first one, Pretty Boy Flizzy, that's the last one that felt like a real Boondocks. No, pre- no, no. I, even when I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's Chris Brown. Okay. Yeah! But that's the thing. All they shit was like shit that was really happening. That's why it took them two years per season. All they shit had something that happened. Well, no, cause, no, it was season four was like that. 
Season four was like keeping up with the Kardashians and yeah, but all it was like playing off wag ass TV shows and it just went a different direction. And then because Aaron wasn't there, Aaron Aaron I left. Know. I think what did he leave? He left end of season three or in the middle of season three. Um, I feel like he might have worked on that first one because that's the last one that felt like. Yeah. And then the rest was like, and then they did the thing where them shits was connected. They usually don't do that. There might be one thing that happened and then you see, oh yeah, that did happen five episodes ago. But it was like, this happened in this episode, so then this is going to happen in this one and then this one. That's mm-hmm. the first time they did that and the shit was weird. I mean, it was, it was always progressing. Like, yeah, progressing, but it wasn't more like, you know, like I'll say like an anime or some shit where like, you had to watch this to know da 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 Like, Boondocks right now, like, season one through three, you can watch any fucking episode and pretty much be alright. Because, yeah. you know, only thing that... You had, like, running shit like... Dang, stink can, they really, can they really do the Boondocks without Charlie Murphy, though? Yeah. They... Yeah, once was a third, though, bruh. Yeah, they can still... But that's a part of it. But they can still do it. Just don't try to give him another voice. Yeah, I hate when they do this shit. Nah, cause yeah, cause especially with Charlie, like Charlie's voice was distinct. Very, you you know that Charlie fucking Murphy when that nigga talk, and the only don't nobody talk like that nigga. It's certain, it's certain, it's certain people. Once you hear their voice with a character, that's their character. Like, heaven forbid they ever tried to remake the Lion King animated series, and without James Earl Jones. Yeah, cause he's gonna be in that July one, fam. You know what? You know why I am so excited about the Lion King live. I don't even care that much about the Lion King. I think one low key is kind of overrated. I'm excited to see Nala and Simba sing together. Cause you know who Nala and Simba is. Beyonce and Charlie. And Charlie Gambino. Oh, what I tell you, I'm gonna be singing. Uh, Can you feel Nala tonight? Anyway, it's like Disney movies now. If they're not a reboot, they're just a not as good setup as the older ones to me. One thing you know about the older ones, like I'll say Hercules, Mulan, all the jazz shit. You know how long Hercules is? Like ninety minutes. Seventy. Really? Seventy. I ain't gonna lie. Minutes. I don't. <laughs> once the black woman stops singing on Hercules, I'm kind of over the movie. I like the whole thing. They sing throughout, and I like most of the songs. But it's an hour and ten minutes, and it's a solid put together thing, which leaves no room for filler. Which I like Up. Was Up Pixar or Disney? Ain't that the same shit? I think so. But I mean, I, when I say newer, I don't mean like Up. It's a little, little bit back. I'm talking about like you know, Moana was good, but I'm talking about stuff in this time. So the Inside Out part of this too? Yeah. Fam, I love Inside Out. Like I'm what, not what was that again? Inside Out was just a kid's version of Osmosis Jones. What the feeling shit? Yeah. We saw that as a fam, I think. <laughs> not in a yeah. <laughs> but we saw it. It was decent. I just picture <laughs> I just picture you, your parents, your sister all you know, 25, 30, 45-year-old people. Yeah, let me, uh, let me get four for Inside Out, please. Nah, dog. Y'all got stupid discounts? Nah, and my, my dad, he ain't been to the rave in a minute, so he 
you know, now you can select your seats and shit. So Yeah, fam, I'm just trying to sit down. You got me in here doing, you know He he was he this is a thing on my dad though. He don't like, you know, not knowing what he's doing. So I said <laughs> he said, How you worked? I said, Oh, I'm just I told him real quick, I was like, Oh, you know, just pick the seats. And I was gonna walk back and he's like, just go up here and do it. I'm like, damn <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie, I fuck with it though. I ain't gonna, cause I, before I leave the house, I get my tickets every time. Every single time. Mm-hmm. One, because, especially on the weekend night, when them hoes be all grayed out and I know I don't even need to leave the house. Mm-hmm. Cause I'll be damned if I go up to that bitch and that shit, so yeah, I got my tickets already. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially for like Marvel movies and shit, I'll keep that shit right there. You ready for Captain Marvel? <sighs> What's crap? I have not even watched the trailer for I don't, you know, I'm, 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 I'm one of those people who's a verge, a verge to watch the trailers because they keep telling, they keep telling the whole movie in, in the trailers. Yeah. Like I, so I, I kind of try to avoid trailers at, at, at all possible. Like the, the one trailer I did watch recently that got me excited was the boy who will be king. And it's like, a, you know, Has that movie been out for a minute. If it's out, I'm not, I'm going to go see it at some point. I looked when I looked at showing your movies. I mean, I'm sure it's out. Like, no, it got like one time a day type shit. So you better hurry up if you go see. I want to see that. And I want to see Alita. Yeah, I'm probably gonna see it. Want to go with me? Nope. Come on, it could be a back of the class outing. No, because you're telling me how you act in movies, and I'm not here for it. Huh? It's New Year, New Me. I'm gonna behave. It's the second chapter. You won't. So <laughs> yeah, I'm. A, I might check that shit out, but I'm not. Who wrote Green Book? Was that was that another Spike Lee movie? Uh-uh. Or was that White Folks? All White Folks. Okay. White Folks love making movies about racism. <laughs> they do. It's like, you they see do. the racism movies and it's all white people. And it's like, man, you niggas got it hard, don't you? <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, dude. Yo. I wish a white, white person was like, y'all niggas got it tough. Look at this. And then it's not hard for them. It's like my dad said, like, like when DiCaprio, because my sister just watched Django like a week ago for the first time. I had on DVD. I had on DVD. Uh, you know, she just let, let me borrow it. She watched it, and uh, she was talking about how in the interview, uh, DiCaprio had a hard time at first. You know, playing the racist role. So what he started doing. When he to to get into his role, he stopped talking to all the black people on set and all mm-hmm. that shit to really get into it. And uh, and my dad was like, "Well, it's easy for him. It's in all of them." <laughs> and I was like, "I said, damn." <laughs> I was the one who method actors like when they get into them, you know, doing doing stuff because like he stayed as you know Candy the whole time, and when Jared Leto. Was you know the Joker? You know he was saying you know crazy stuff to the cast and crew and that kind of stuff. I wonder, and maybe it's just I'm dumb. Do actors and actresses who have to play a drug addict start doing the drug during their method acting? No, they study people who've been on it though. Well, see, I ain't gonna lie. I might take a little dab of the smack if I had to play a you know a heroin addict. I mean. Go ahead, man. But I mean, that's not how they do it. <laughs> they either know someone who was on it and how they would act, kind of like 
Not me. I've been drunk as fuck, so I wouldn't know how to ask. But if I just wanted to see how to do that without actually doing it, go to a party. Look how people act. How the slurred language, all that jazz, whoop de whoop, stuff like that. You don't gotta go out there and get a hot spoon. <laughs> go, go see how the fuck we do that shit. You know what? It really do kind of burn to make you itch. That shit over with. Hell no. <laughs> you over the, you over the heroin phase though. I'm not well, never. That's like some shit I just would not fucking try. All right. You know that's what that's one thing I liked about Project X, the movie. Because the kids actually look like they had been drinking and partying. Like, you can see it in their eyes. Like, that, to me, is my biggest pet peeve in movies. I don't believe it in their eyes. Eyes clear white. Eyes blue. Not even just, like, even in like a party scene. Like, even in an emotional scene. I don't believe you in your eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly, you know, I, I, I know it's a movie. And, you know, you got a script and that kind of stuff. You might even have, like, somebody holding a script up behind the person's head. Squinch your eyes or something. Like me, I don't. Uh, some people can do this shit off rip, but some people is like really, really bad at it. Cause that, to me, that's half of it. That's to me, that's most of a reaction is your body language. Cause like if I, if I hear somebody say something stupid, I'm the first thing I'm gonna do is squint my eyes. Like what? 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 Yeah. Or if I'm when I'm drunk or anything, my eyes go from a full to half. Oh yeah. My eyes already look closed as it is, and so get get get, get a little something in my cup. I got, I might as well just be cleaning my I eyes. I got big eyes, so when I get drunk and I'm walking in and I'm just like, hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like nothing, bro. I say shit <laughs> like that. They nothing already no know. More. They already fucking know. Shit's ridiculous. <clears throat> so what's the guy? I was like, uh, well, I was chilling in that church the other day. I decided to finally read this article with, uh, it was talking about Obama and Steph Curry was talking to young men about like toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. And personally, I don't like the phrase toxic masculinity, not because um, I don't believe it doesn't exist. It's just, I don't like the way that, that I just don't like the way it. Thrown around? Yeah, not only the way it's thrown around, and I don't, I don't like the. Um, the justifications of it, like just because something is a little aggressive, doesn't mean it's it's toxic. Like <clears throat> I think there are some stuff that's just mannish or just you know uh, a manly nature. I don't consider it all the way toxic. Like I can't give it like a perfect example off the top of my head, but it's just some stuff I don't believe is toxic. I just think it's. More uh, generally, a man thing. Some stuff, on the other hand, is toxic, and, I, and I'm, you know, I'm with that. So like we, um, you, were, I don't know, if you were there, but uh, yeah, we went out this weekend, mm-hmm. and one of our homeboys told us about, you know, this girl that he had saw at the restaurant, and he told he told us as we were driving home, he said, yeah, you know, I was, you know, I had seen her a little while ago, got a number, and, you know, she blocked me on Facebook, mm-hmm. but you know, I saw that she was working tonight, you know. I'm sorry to go talk to her. So he said he went to the restroom. After he left the restroom, he saw her tying up her apron. And as he tied out, uh, while she was tying her apron, he comes up behind her. Mind you, he hadn't introduced himself. He ain't said nothing. He ain't even talked to her, um, letting me know that he was there. 
She's tying her apron. He goes up behind her and starts tying up her apron for her. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she kind of looks like, oh, because she thought that he was another employee trying to help her out. And so he walks up in front of her and goes, hey, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, hey, hey, you know. I guess, you know, now she realizes who he is, you know. They say they, they explain uh, exchange pleasantries. And then, you know, he comes out to the table with us, you know, the evening ensues. And so he's telling us this. And I'm like, yo, wait, hold on. You mean to tell me that you touched that woman without her permission? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I was helping out. I was like, yo, bro, that's sexual assault. Mm-hmm. No, 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 that's just how April. And I'm like, no, 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 you touched her without her permission. And then for the next 30 minutes, me and him proceed to argue as to what is and what is not sexual assault. Right. So in his mind, touching the apron of, an, uh, of a woman isn't sexual assault. And even if it was sexual assault, this particular woman, who was black, ain't going to say nothing because black women don't say that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm like, yo, I'm, 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 at one point I thought, you know, he was just kind of being difficult. And then the further, the more we got to talking, I started to get frustrated and scared because my man has, has got very 1950s state of mind. Mm-hmm. Like, this is very mad men, you know, go get me some coffee type woman type of stuff that he's, he's thinking. And I'm like, man, you're going to get a charge out in these streets. Mm-hmm. I talked to him on Sunday, and I was like, dude, I like, because I, I had barked on him for about five minutes. And he was just like, she seemed cool with it, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, bro, even if this this particular situation, everything was going to up and up, I don't care. The thing is, I'm trying to tell you is, you can't keep continuing with this behavior. Because right. you're getting, you're going to, like, I said, I, I promise you, it's going to go bad. You keep it up. It's going to go bad. You keep thinking it's okay. You keep doing that. You Someone's either going to attack you or because like, she might be like, oh, this nigga is coming at me weird. Da, 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 he touched on me. And someone's going to come after you or you're going to get in legal trouble. And he, and he wasn't, like, saying it. And he wasn't, I don't think he was receiving it the way I was intending him to receive it because it's more like, I said, if it end up in, he's like, if it end up in legal trouble, then you know that happens. I said, my thing is, it doesn't have to. Yeah, it doesn't have to. It. You stop. But I'm just saying, because I was like, he did a thing, and this girl commented, like Ramir put the scenario basically how you said it, but didn't you yeah. think? And this one girl, which I didn't understand because she's quick to jump on anything and just argue. Fam. Anything. She come up and argue with anything. So she gonna say like, well, if she's included with it, I'll say like it's a big deal. And I'm like, but the girls under it was like, what the fuck wrong with him? Da da da. Another girl was like, well, some girls don't stand up for themselves. And like, this and that's my biggest thing. Like, okay, everything seemed cool, cool. But say you leave, and it was like, and I mean, that's, the, that's the manager. And there's cameras in there. I mean, and that's what I told him. Like, yo. And he was like, if she was upset about it, she should have said something in the moment. I was like, yo, fam, a lot of times victims can't speak up in the moment because they're in a state of shock and they're trying to protect themselves. Or their job. Exactly. So now now that we left, say we go back next week. We go back next week and now you can't go. And now we can't go because, you know, you've been banned from the facility because your actions have made someone feel uncomfortable in their workplace. Like, I'm just saying, you know, I don't, I'm, he's like, 
talking about body language and all that jazz. I'm like, look, bro. I look, he showed me a thread between them. This is my rule. And for those, you niggas. Okay, and look, and prior to that, you know, so we we can like the artists can know. He said he got a number last year. And you know, he got to talk to her on Facebook. She blocked him on Facebook. She blocked him from manager and still friends on Facebook. But I read the thread, I'm gonna break it down. I watch for niggas don't know I watch a lot of battle rap. And one of my favorite bars is this ain't the civil rights. If you violate once, then you're done. We don't go for strikes. So I work on that? Jack Boy Man. I work on that rule to this day. I'll message you one motherfucking time. That's it. So he messaged her, and the first message was, "What's up? This the dude who asked for your number at Bowman." So I'm off rip. I'm assuming he asked for a number at Bowman, and she didn't want to give it to him. Whoop whoop, and gave Facebook. Sent that message. Month later, what's up? Month later, how you doing? It's three messages unanswered. Now she replies, and it's a dry conversation. He was like, "Oh, you still go to Bowman?" He's like, "I don't, I don't know. I don't live in Little Rock." Uh, you work at a restaurant in Little Rock. You stay somewhere close by here. Which means, she probably said that to be like, alright, I don't stay here. It's like, stop messaging me. Or, right. Or don't try to, you know, kick it with me or whatever. Don't worry about it. And, he, and so, messaged her some more and the conversation was probably like a back and forth exchange for about six messages. They stop. He sends another message. What's up? How you doing? Serious question. Can I take you out sometime? You are. You can no longer apply to this conversation. And he's talking about some. If you don't, if if you don't succeed, try again. Yeah, I mean with somebody else. Yeah, he said that he started singing that lead song to your fam. You can't do that no more. You can like. It used to be. In some instances, this works, you know, mm-hmm. persistence helps, you know, persistence helps you, you know, to achieve your goal. But the way things are now, it's it's better for you to just fall back. You know, you try to meet a girl, whether you at a restaurant or a club or, you know, you out at the movies or the mall, you know, you try to push up on her and she says no, it's best for you to just back up. Mm-hmm. Like that, like that for me is the reason why I like Bumble better than Tinder. Because Bumble allows for the woman to, you know, start the conversation. Right. So, off rip, if you want this to happen, you're initiating this. Right. You coming to me first. And so, you know, then we can move forward. But, you know, Tinder, you know, you just do whatever. But Bumble, you know, puts it in, puts the power in women's hands. And that's the problem with a lot of, you know, dating situations or, uh, you know, conversations that women don't have the power. And, you know, guys are constantly pushing and prodding and, you know, making these making making life harder for everybody. It's like, dude, persistence doesn't come in sending 10 messages. Persistence comes in continuing to show effort and trying to show them that you want to be with them after they show mutual interest. It's right. Like, Okay, I'm that's that's the key thing. You know, mutual interest. Right. If you if you like when people be like consistent or persistent, all that shit, it's not like okay, I sent you eight messages to show you that I'm interested. Like no, I'm gonna send you if I'm interested, I'm gonna send you one message of some substance, and 
the balls in your court. I, I don't do shit else after that. I don't care. Do like, you use ice workers? The fuck? Oh, I thought you said ice workers. I said, the hell is that? <laughs> I am not really. I don't. Like, it depends. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Because I used to, like, one of my main things I used to say all the fucking time was, like, we can't date if you're not ready to take over the nine nines while simultaneously doing the same thing with the 2000s. And I don't. That's funny. And I don't. I don't use it as much no more. But that was one thing I'd say or some shit to kind of like lighten the mood or whatever. But I always popped up with the same question. Well, a variation of questions. But my question: If I was if I was on Tinder and I, me and a girl match, my first question is: Who do you think is more influential, Michael Jackson or the Beatles? Yeah, you definitely messaging white girls because. Oh, man, I have a black girl that, I have a black girl that, she gonna be like, Michael Jackson, nigga, the fuck? Like, well, then I switch it up. <laughs> Who do you think is more influential? Michael Jackson or Beyonce? Gotta know your audience, beast. You goddamn right. I'm not asking no black girl about the fucking Beatles. She gonna be like, nigga, the hell? I asked one girl, and she was like, you know, I think she is. I think she messed with uh, back Mike. But either either way, my, my thing is very simple. I'm interested, I'll send a message of some substance, saying whether saying kinda of what I wanna do, go out sometime and then I also kinda of put in there and like, cause I mean if I just message you, I know you might not want to just fucking go out to lunch tomorrow. Hell. You don't know me. You gotta yeah. get to know me first, cool, cool, but And that's another thing. You don't got a lot of time though. This to get to know you shit, as far as like without meeting up, you get one week. <laughs> and I'm off cause you cause you I feel like like this old girl said, like a girl knows she wants to like fuck you in like fifteen or twenty seconds of looking at you, and then really? yeah, but that's but not that it's just about you know fucking, but you know if you want to do anything with me quickly. So I mean, if we if we talk for a week, it don't got to be all day every day, but just enough to be you know to where I don't gotta ask you. So what's your favorite song on the fucking day type shit? Then. Cool. But you got one week. I'm not finna sit here and go back and forth with your motherfucking ass for a month. Only text and you stay 10 minutes away. Right. You tripping. It's over with. So, <laughs> I that's I really my rule it was two weekends. So if I say, I'll say if I hit you up Thursday, the first time we ever communicated. We don't kick it that weekend, cool. Well, we don't kick it by next weekend, I'm off it. It's cool. Makes sense. Now no we reason just, to sit around being upset. Right. Now, if we come meet up at the same place or some, some shit, like it's a party we both going to, and you hit me and you ask me am I going to be there, we'll kick it there type shit, because I'm going anyway. Yeah. But don't be texting me all day, every day, for two months talking about some. Oh, yeah, we're going to kick it soon, we're going to kick it soon, and all that shit. Really, bro? I yawned at No, it's like, <laughs> the nigga who do that is in jail now. So yeah, I don't I don't do that shit. So that's just a lesson. Don't message nobody no eight nine fucking times. Like, and also so like I was reading for whatever reason I just got into like this this rabbit hole of like relationship advice um, stuff. So I was reading another one, and uh, this one is like, um, women aren't obligated to date date you if you're broke. And so this girl was talking about her friend who. Uh, was kind of complaining about not having uh, complaining about this you know attractive girl 
And she was like, he was like, you know, look at that girl over there. She probably wants a guy who's got money, he's got it all together, you know. She needs a regular guy in her life and blah, 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 blah. And so, her friend, uh, the, the, the woman who wrote the article was like, I hate when he gets like this because it's, it's like self-deprecating slash women bashing. And really what it is is just he has low confidence. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, like, she was like, it's not about having checks. Like, if you just have confidence, a woman's going to want to date you. Like, you don't have to have everything together in order to be in a relationship. But you also can't be broke. You can't come to the table with nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's all I And that's, all, that, that's, that's, a, that's across the board. Like, if I'm coming to you, I would like for you to meet, you know, some of the, some of the, 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 the standards I have. I'm not expecting you to be, you know, super skinny with, you know, uh, you know, curvy and all this kind of stuff. You know, have, I'll have all, the, have all these, you know, ostentatious attributes. I just, can you, you know, do you have a car? Do you have a job? Do you, uh, can you contribute to a conversation? You know, basic stuff like that, you know, makes a relationship attainable. Yeah, I was going over things that you need in a relationship, like... You you gonna need some money. You don't got to be balling at the gym or or whatever the shit. But I mean, if you don't got enough to, I'll say at minimum, do one thing per weekend. You probably need to be in a relationship. If it comes time like to go to a movie, you like fuck. Then you don't need to be in a relationship or go out to eat or whatever yeah. or, or shit like that. Cause I mean, I, in my last relationship, I spent a lot of fucking money. It was a short time, and I spent a lot of money that I probably should have not spent. Balling like an athlete, but got no jumper. I had goddamn no jumper. I had no hands. It was bad. Went on trips and all that shit. And I maybe had money for it, but I mean, shit. Ooh. If I, but that, that loosened me up because my thing was when a girl would say, oh, I like my... Dude, to spoil me from time to time. Then I, in my head, that would what would happen at first. I'd automatically go to like, oh, she's a gold digger. But the word spoil has such a stigma to it. Yeah, you you, you can do nice things, you know, especially if it's like back and forth. And you spoil me, I spoil you type shit. But I mean, it's just you need to be able to do that sometimes. Like, you know, you can't kick it at home every week. You yeah. can. That's, that's, that's why girls be hurt. I went on a date with some girl, and I said, hey, let's go to the movies. Like, a movie? What the fuck? <laughs> Don't talk to me like you a kid on Jungle Book or some shit. Like, you never seen anything. Said, my last that's, why you, that's why you got to stop dating dudes with Dodge Chargers, ma. And she said their last dude, all they did was watch ESPN. I said, wait. Can you let that rock? That's crazy. Where my that's crazy. Oh, so I'm just like, yeah, you need you need to have be able to do something. Hell, you can't just <laughs> do that shit all the fucking time. No, but I mean, just to to circle up all this relationship advice, fellas, do not touch a woman, regardless as if y'all have met before. You trying to get at it? Don't go touching her without her permission. That's how you get a charge that's how you make life difficult for you and everybody involved if you want to talk to her 
you know, say it with your chest, have a little bass in your voice, be confident in your ability to get it. You may not be balling. You may not be, you know, the most attractive. You, what you have to have is a however. Heartthrob never black and ugly as ever, however. What is your however? Are you coochie down to the socks? Are you funny? Are you able to, you know, bowl a strike every time you go bowling? I'm not. I can't do that. But whatever it is, just have a however. So, what else you got for the people, bitch? I don't, I don't fucking know. I'm trying to think what I got going, going forward. I mean, we can talk about Offset's album. If you listen to it. I mean, we cannot. <laughs> we cannot do that because the Migos don't work if they're not together. I ain't gonna lie. Of the three who put out projects or uh, solo music, Offset actually did I on this one. What I heard was Offset did the best as far as like a solo project out of all of them, but it was still bad. It wasn't, honestly, I, I could listen to it again. You know what I can't listen to again? I can't listen to Pump's album, dog. Never listen to a whole little Pump project and I don't plan to. I tried to just to, <laughs> I wanted to see what the kids was listening to. And I, I haven't been in school since like 2012. And I felt every last bit of knowledge I had in my head just seeping out listening to this music. It hurt. It pained me. Like, I was talking to these local rappers the other day. They were talking about how they didn't really get into rap until, like, they were in high school. And, like, they were, like, sophomore, junior, senior year. And that was around the time of Lil Uzi and the SoundCloud rapper Wave. Or it's more punk rap or punk rock rap. You know, that's what they started to get into. And for them, they didn't really feel like it was necessary to go back and listen to the old school music. It just pained me. I mean, these little niggas be making a bunch of money doing what the hell they've been doing. So, I mean, they don't feel like they need to go back. And I'm not going to... Me, personally, I feel like you need to go back in whatever craft you do. But, I mean, if they don't, that's what it is. They're going to do what they do. I mean, but, I mean, but that's it. Every other craft goes back. Like, you can't be a pop singer without going through, you know, Britney Spears 101 and Backstreet NSYNC Dance Step Class Number 7. Like, you can't do that. No rock band today uh, exists without knowing Led Zeppelin, ACDC, Motley Crue. You know, this country artist, they all look up to Reba and Dolly Parton and Johnny Cash. Like, I really feel like, right up, on the cool, I really feel like there should be, like, a hip-hop. I really feel like, you know, with the Hip-Hop Hall of Fame, needs to be more prevalent. Like, you, they do it on VH1 every now and then, don't they? Like hip hop honors or hip hop Hall of Fame or something like that. I really feel like there needs to be more. There, there needs to be a, a hip hop uh, upper echelon. We have like an elder statesman or whatever. I mean, I feel like most of our awards aren't run by us anyway. Well, I mean, the BET Awards are supposed to. B, to me, they, so to bring it back to like Oscars and Grammys and stuff. 
we need to bring back the award shows that celebrated hip hop. Bring it back to BET Awards, you know, make it actually hip hop. You know, the hip hop awards, let's make it actually, you know, about rap. Uh, the Source Awards, you know, let's bring back hip hop appreciation for like ourselves. So, like, if we want to be, you know, black empowerment, you know, black on black excellence, we need to, you know, we need to have these black moments. We need to have these black markets supporting black people. You know, Drake needs to show up to the BET Awards. You know, we need Kendrick to actually, you know, come perform at, you know, the Source Award, you know. Bring back the Vibe Award, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it kind of sucks when you did the Black Awards. You you know certain niggas not coming. Like, <laughs> BET Awards, Beyonce, she's not fucking coming. Drake's not coming. Kendrick's not coming. Cole's not coming. Cole actually come. Sometimes. I think I think Cole now I think Cole is showing up. Do you think Cole do you think Cole is top tier? Yeah. Yeah, I cracked my jokes, but yeah. Yeah. I saw a couple people going at Deezus and Merrill talking about, you know, they they wilding out for talking bad about uh J. Cole on Hot Ones. But like they like they explained the reasoning like immediately after like, yeah, J. Cole sucks. But it's just we from the Bronx, we like to hear ignorant stuff. Like but I don't want to hear that black empowerment. I want to hear something about. I want to hear something about selling drugs. You know, they said it tongue in cheek. Like it wasn't like a serious thing. People cry when people talk about you know their favorite artists. I'm like if someone talks about people, I'm like I really just don't care because I mean it don't make the song less bad. Like I like making my jokes. Like oh fuck out of here, da da da. But when people, especially like I see people slander J Cole, like. <laughs> What do you mean? He's changing the game. Oh my god. When people slander, you know me, I'm a Lupe fan. When people slander Lupe, I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, like, I didn't. I want to hear music. I didn't want to hear lecture. Well, that's how I feel when people like slander Kendrick. Like, I was like, bro, we're not trying to be Black Panthers, bro. Fuck out of here. Like, okay, I get it. <laughs> Can't say I don't. Like, people, a lot of people didn't fuck with the Pimple Butterfly album. I love that album. But if you don't fuck with it, I'm not gonna be like, why not? I mean, I get it, just man, you didn't want to hear shit. Why do we? Why do we forget that Kendrick put out an un- untitled album? That shit don't fucking count. Why not? Cause it was unfinished shit for it to paint a butterfly. I, I that's, that's literally what it was. <laughs> it's just, I listened to it. It just looked like half. It just sounded like halfway beats for the album. Every time, cause I, 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 I think, cause I think about you know rappers and their longevity and their you know their legacy and that kind of stuff, and people really act like he didn't put a, a whole project out. Yeah, put that shit to the side. Cause it's just unfinished shit. He just threw out. You know, Kendrick gonna go put out an album every two years. So it's just like, all right, here's some shit in the meantime. Cause what was last? When did Damn come out? Twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. It is is the Black Panther a TDE project or is it a Kendrick project? Probably more TDE. You know, my only my only qualm my only qualm with uh, Black Panther is that it didn't have Jadena or Michael Blackson in it. In it? In it or involved in it. Well it's like like where the hell damn was twenty seven. Like I feel like Jadena could have, you know, done, you know, gave a verse or two, or he could have been like a high priest or something. He probably could have, but I mean, 
you need to put every nigga ever in that shit. Well, no, but just like he's actually from Africa as a rapper, and then Michael Blackson. I mean, there is no other you know comedian, uh, black personality putting on for Africa. You know more than him. I mean, Trevor Noah, sure. Who listens to Godfrey besides Vlad? Yeah. But I mean, I that's just that was that was me. If I if I if I if I was that 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 if I was gonna add my two cents, that would be my two cents added. Like I don't need like Denzel in it, you know. To me, just those two, like, those two additions would be like now that's that's all the Africa right there. Niggas want to run out of money. Shit. <laughs> you know, cool. good and well, Michael Blacks would have done it for like for the free. I'm talking about with Denzel. You already got Angela and Forrest Whitaker. I know Forrest Whitaker caught a bag for that little role. Forrest Whitaker really caught, a, caught two bags that year. Black Panther and Solo? No, not Solo. Rogue One? What was the Star Wars movie he was in? Probably Rogue One. Yeah, it was Rogue One. The new Star Wars movies, I hope they stop some because they're getting worse by that thing. They got uh, things one that's coming up this year. I'm over it. I like Force Awakens was cool. Force Awakens was the only one that was cool. Solo was straight to me. I didn't watch Solo, so I can't say. But overall, it didn't. I didn't hear it did good. But I saw Rogue One and Last Jedi. Last Jedi was fucking terrible. Yeah, Last Jedi was trash. It was completely terrible. And it's just like, why the fuck did you even make this? So to me, the Star Wars franchise is starting to be like Call of Duty franchise. Where you just keep like funneling it out every other year. Mm-hmm. And like instead of developing something and actually letting you know something cook, it's just like, alright, keep feeding the streets. Basically. But, so, I, but I, think that's what we, I think that's all we got for today, man. Last week was phenomenal. But thank, thank you again, Trent, for coming through. Uh, I'm still trying to work on all the video for that for last week. Yes, I thought it was great, and they should see all our theatrics. But if y'all want to help, you know, again, uh, make sure y'all hit the favorite tab, follow us on all our social medias. They're in the description. Um, hit this, uh, hit the subscribe subscribe button. You know, help us to create a better show. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. I'm the Electric Field, Beast Mo Lee. We out.